Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere, and even earn money, all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer, so no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify, and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since we discovered Spotify for Podcasters, we have added question box to hear our community's thoughts on our episodes, polls to ask questions on what they think, and so much more. We highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. Bienvenidos a Soy Violentoso Macabre Podcast. Yo soy Dee. Y yo soy Ali. Y hoy Ali les contará de unos feminicidios que sucedieron en Oaxaca. Este episodio va a ser un poco diferente ya que no me voy a enfocar en solamente un feminicidio. Es necesario hablar de los asesinatos de mujeres y niñas que están sucediendo en Oaxaca en lo que lleva este año. Advertencia. La información de este caso puede ser desencadenante para algunos. Tengan en cuenta que algunos de estos casos pueden involucrar menores de edad, abuso, violación o violencia. Escuchen con precaución. Warning. The information on this case can be triggering to some. Please be advised that some of these cases may involve children, abuse, rape, and violence. Listen with caution. Y en Oaxaca se reportó el primer feminicidio de este 2022. Se trata de una mujer que fue ultimada a tiros y su cuerpo fue abandonado en una zona despoblada localizada en inmediaciones del municipio de Santa María Petapa. Eso en la región del Istmo de Tehuantepec. Así lo reportó la Fiscalía General de Justicia. Fueron vecinos del lugar quienes reportaron el hallazgo del cuerpo. Hasta el momento no se ha dado a conocer la identidad de la víctima. Colectivos de derechos humanos y feministas advierten que podría tratarse de una víctima de desaparición. Todavía no acaba el mes, el primer mes de 2022, y ya se han registrado ocho feminicidios en el Estado. El último caso registrado fue el asesinato de una mujer de 37 años que fue ejecutada en la región del Istmo. Y lamentablemente han continuado los eh, asesinatos de mujeres. Vamos hasta Oaxaca. Oscar Rodríguez, tú tienes los detalles de este reporte tan lamentable. Tres mujeres asesinadas. ¿Dónde están? ¿Dónde están? Nuestros hijos, ¿dónde están? ¿Dónde están? ¿Dónde están? Nuestros hijos, ¿dónde están? 
tenemos que exigir al Estado que nos regresen nuestros familiares, porque vivo se lo llevaron. ¡Vivo los queremos! Al gobierno, a nuestras autoridades, que este caso no sea un carpetazo más, que se le dé el seguimiento y exigimos justicia. Primero, quiero hablar un poco del de rol que la pandemia tuvo en las estadísticas de violencia de género contra las mujeres y niñas. Por propósitos de este episodio, me enfocaré en los feminicidios en Latinoamérica. COVID-19 nos afectó a todos en el mundo. Desafortunadamente, este virus le robó la vida a mucha gente. Pero muchas personas no nada más estaban tratando de mantenerse a salvo del virus, sino también de su propio hogar. Para muchos niños, quedarse en casa fue algo padre. No tenían que ir y no a la escuela, everything was online, y iban a tener más tiempo para divertirse en casa. Para otros niños, quedarse en casa fue una pesadilla. Para los niños abusados, ir a la escuela era su escape. Eran unas horas de poder escaparse de su abusador y poder hablar. Al igual para muchas mujeres en relaciones violentas, temían estar en casa ya que su pareja no tenía que ir a trabajar que significaba más tiempo para aguantar golpes, gritos y humillaciones. La violencia seguía. La pandemia aisló a las víctimas. Le dio más leña al fuego a estos monstruos. De acuerdo a un artículo de France 24, después de ocho semanas de el quedarse en casa, hubieron 12 feminicidios registrados en Perú, 226 violaciones, y de esas, 132 fueron contra menores de edad. Very high numbers. Emiliana Quispe y Julieta Ojera son dos mujeres del movimiento Mujeres Creando, creado en Bolivia, que empezaron a coser cubrebocas con la frase Quedarte en casa no es igual a cállate en casa. Para que las autoridades y el gobierno Vean que estamos cansadas de la violencia que las mujeres y niñas pasan y para que supieran que nada nos iba a callar. Un reporte de Azteca América comentó que cuando empezó la cuarentena en Bolivia, so keep in mind, esto fue el 22 de marzo del año 2020, mm -hmm. al 30 de abril, o sea, un like mes, one month, yeah. one month, en Bolivia ocurrieron cuatro feminicidios. Wow. Aproximadamente 1,500 reportes de violencia intrafamiliar That's horrible. y 44 reportes de violaciones contra menores. De acuerdo al colectivo GES Mujer, durante este tiempo hubieron 202 feminicidios en México. That's, like, when you put it into that perspective, it changes the fact of how often these feminicides are occurring. Because when we, when we do these cases and we talk about one specific case, we'd lose, not touch, but we'd lose the realization that this is not the only case. There, there's like thousands and thousands of these happening oh, yeah. constantly in, in mm -hmm. either in Latin America or in Mexico. So it, yeah, it's insane. Everywhere, yeah. When you start looking, when I, that's why I think it's important to throw numbers out there so people get a real, like, an idea of how bad this is. This is not normal. Exactly. This is not okay. 
So when, you know, we talk or we share information about feminicidios and, and women and the abuse on women, it's not because it's just something we want to just throw out there. It's to make awareness that this is constantly happening and it's not stopping. Yeah. You're right. Los abusadores y abusadoras no pararon. Estar encerrados en casa por una pandemia los hizo peor. El abuso aumentó. Ya estamos hartas y hartos de que nos rebaten más vidas. Nos preocupa, nos cansa, nos enoja ver que los números siguen aumentando, no nada más en México, pero en todo el mundo. Entonces, mientras hacía mi, mi, mi research para este episodio, me topé con la historia de Soledad. Y esto me llevó a las historias de otras mujeres y niñas que han sido asesinadas en Oaxaca en los últimos seis meses. Six months. Yes. Yeah. In the last six months, the numbers are high. And this oh. is just in Oaxaca. Yeah, I can't even imagine that. Because, I mean, if we're talking about Oaxaca, I mean, the major points of, like, where most of the feminicidios that we've talked about have been in in major cities like um, El Defe or like Tijuana or Ciudad Juarez. So imagine if you take each each state within the Mexican Republic and just accumulate the amount of feminicides that are happening on a daily. It, it, I, I'm, I'm sure it'll it'll blow people's minds just to think oh, yeah. about it. Mm-hmm. Nosotros tenemos un país feminicida, que eso les cuesta reconocer en, en diferentes estados y en el país. Por eso queremos que Andrés Manuel López Obrador escuche de nosotras, de la propia voz de cada madre que ha sido asesinada a sus hijas de lo que está pasando. En cada estado le dan una información que realmente no es. Las cifras que presentan son muy altas, muy altas. Nos están asesinando a las mujeres y no pasa nada. Yo llevo dos años luchando sin descansar, sin tener paz. Eso es mi lucha, buscar justicia para mi hija y que no sigan asesinando a más mujeres. Hess Mujer reportó las siguientes estadísticas. Han ocurrido 71 feminicidios en ocho regiones de Oaxaca desde el 1 de enero del 2022 al 27 de junio. Yeah, wow. in six months there's been 71. Wow. Mm -hmm. I mean, I mean, just the thought of of that is like it is insane because you have to like, it's only been six months. It hasn't even been like a full year. No, so, and this is just Oaxaca. Yeah. Yeah. Holy crap. I know. 41% de estos feminicidios ocurrieron en la casa de la víctima. 23 de estos feminicidios han ocurrido en la región del Istmo de Guantepec. 53 de estas mujeres han sido asesinadas con impacto de balas. Hess Mujer sigue reportando que entre diciembre del 2016 al 13 de junio del 2022 se han reportado 653 feminicidios en Oaxaca. 653. From 2016 to 2022. Just in Oaxaca. Con 149 en Istmo, 85 en Papaloapan y 142 en Valles Centrales. There's more. There's ocho, otras um, cinco regiones, pero 
I named these three because they're the highest. Yeah, in they're these the highest three, in, the, in the weather in Oaxaca. Yeah. Wow. To break that number down, from the 653 feminicidios, nueve fueron cometidos en el año 2016, 117 en el 2017, 123 feminicidios en el 2018, 135 en el 2019, 111 feminicidios en el 2020, 87 el año pasado, y en estos seis meses de este año ya van 71 reportados. Wow. So last year was 87. Yeah. Right now it's 71, and we're Only barely six ending. Six, we're about to enter the seventh month, and it's already 71. And, oh, wow. Yeah. Now I want to highlight that in 2020, when la pandemia estaba en lo más alto, when we were to Locked stay up, home, yeah. yeah, there was 111. I'm trying to wrap my head around all these numbers because it's the fact that, like, it, it was a, a, a low number, you could say, quote-unquote. And I can only imagine there must be way more than that. That's what I'm thinking. And, like, yeah. of the women that I've never been, you know, Identified for, or yeah. accounted for, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cuando, you know, 2020 fue cuando los abusadores tenían más acceso a sus víctimas. They were home. Yeah. Yeah, Remember, were... 41% of these feminicidios de este año ocurrieron en la casa de las víctimas. Yeah. So in 2020, I'm imagining that number was, that percentage was higher. Yeah. Or at least people that, like, women that were, women in Toronto that were being abused during that time, that never came out and, you know, put any sort of legal restraint on their abusers, um, can also, they, those are, aren't accounted for, you know? Because during that time... You could also think about it this way, that a lot of the police officers during that time were like, they had too many cases, they had too many crimes. So you could only imagine the fact that these cases can only be bigger during that time, but that they weren't really accounted for. Ahora, ya después que les di las estadísticas, voy a hablar un poco más de... Las, de algunas de las mujeres y, y niñas que han sido asesinadas este este año. There's, remember, there's been 71 feminicidios. I am not going to talk about every single one of them. I'm just going to go over a few. Porque es importante recordar a todas estas mujeres, a todas estas niñas que nos han, que les han arrebatado la vida. Yeah. Estas son las trágicas muertes de algunas de ellas. No pararemos de gritar y recordar sus nombres. Gracias. We want to first say Gracias a todos esos colectivos que, que siguen luchando por cada una de ellas. Recuerden, apenas vamos acabando el sexto mes de este año y ya van 71 feminicidios registrados. El 9 de marzo, un día después del Día Internacional de la Mujer, Vilma, de 41 años, fue asesinada en su hogar. Vilma murió después de recibir múltiples disparos. Oh. Por el momento no se han hecho arrestos. Do you know anything about whether it was somebody in her home? Or there's there's no there's nothing there's no evidence. Mm -mm. Was she living like on, a, on her own or with like a family? They, I didn't find any um, much about that. Um, okay. They haven't really given much information. Information on the case. Okay. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. That like just to, the thought of her being murdered in her own home, and yet there is no one facing the consequences. To me, yeah. is insane. Yeah, I'm imagining Vilma tenía familia. You know, like all of these women and children, they all have families. They have someone grieving them, and it's so sad. You're in your own home, in tu propia casa, y they kill you, they matan allá adentro. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm imagining all the, Vilma's family queriendo saber por qué. Por qué le hicieron esto a mi, a mi tía, a mi hermana, a mi mamá, if she was a mom. You know, like, yeah. why would somebody take her life like that? What's going on? And there's no answers as of currently for right now. Yeah. And, and the fact that, you know, there still isn't information, it just shows how recent it is. It's only been, like, what, two months? Um, two three? Months? Three months, yeah. Three months. About to be four. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm, a couple of weeks. Yeah, three months. El 12 de marzo, mientras viajaban en su camioneta, Maribel, Mariana y Marisol, que eran madre, hija y nieta, fueron asesinadas a balazos. Ya. De acuerdo a medios como SDP y Oro Noticias, la policía encontró 20 casquillos alrededor de la camioneta. Yeah. And unfortunately on this one, when I was um, looking into it, there's... Pictures are graphic. Uh, yeah, I mean it. It's one. It's yeah. tragically one of those things that you kind of, as you do research on these cases, they're inevitable to like. You see. can't. Yeah, it's um, no matter how hard you try not to see them, they just pop out. You can't control it. Yeah, and and it's one of those things that you can't help but be like, oh, like it's kind of like when you're, you're. It's not meant to be seen because it it's. It, it's just you know it's too horrific but it's out there it's in the internet yeah. and and just by typing their name it it just comes out and, and it's, yeah. it's one of those things that you you want to respect the family by not seeing them but sadly some of these some of these uh images can't be can't be just erased from the internet unless yeah. you have you know power or money to do so the only thing we can do right now is not continuing to share them yeah, exactly. It's sharing their respect. image. Yeah, out of respect. No compartir esa, esas imágenes. Imágenes es de compartir las imágenes de, you know, when, you know, they were alive. Like yeah. a picture of themselves, not when the their lives were taken away. away. Yeah. Yeah. Frida Londra, una joven de 13 años de Guerrero, decidió ir a Oaxaca para festejar las fiestas del Viernes de Dolores en el municipio de San Juan Bautista, Lo de Soto. Ese día 9 de abril fue el último día que la familia vio a Frida. Frida no regresó a casa. Ella fue reportada como desaparecida y tres días después su cuerpo fue encontrado sin vida. Oh, wow. Ya, yeah. la encontraron con signos de violencia sexual oh, y... Ya. Yeah. Y de acuerdo a un artículo del periódico El País con presuntos disparos en el cuerpo. Oh. Poor baby. It, yeah. She was just going to go celebrate the last, last fiestas. Festival. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, las fiestas. Uh-huh. 
these these parents are just you know in their head they're like my child's just gonna go celebrate have fun and she'll come back this is not something that should be happening to somebody's daughter somebody's child like that it's and and have them be be brutally murdered the way that they were It, it it just puts more into perspective that 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 women should be shouldn't be treated this way nobody should be treated this no way one. but Mm-mm. but but it, it makes it more not accustomed because that's not the word that i want to use but it's so frequent that it's it it just makes this even more wild to even think that women are, are treated this way and they're murdered mm-hmm. this way just for going out yeah una niña it was a child El 24 de junio, or recently, hubo una detención del presunto feminicida de Frida. Oh, okay. Identificado como IHR. Yeah, because they don't non- reveal their names. Yeah, they don't reveal their names, so that's all the information they've given out so far in el caso de Frida. You know, I'm good, good thing is that they have someone. Yeah. And if it is this person, I'm hoping they make justice and they make it right. Yeah, because exactly. sometimes they don't. Don't give them any like yeah. two years, please. I swear. That's bullshit. It's BS. Now, what I'm about to tell you is unbelievable and shocking. So, in 72 horas, 72 hours, that's three days, ocurrieron cinco feminicidios. El 15 de mayo, Paula fue asesinada tras recibir múltiples golpes de su pareja. Su hija de cinco años recibió algunos golpes, pero gracias a Dios la niña se encuentra con vida. Okay. El responsable de este feminicidio fue su esposo Daniel, que ahorita está detenido. Okay. El 16 de mayo, la señora Getulia y su hija Clara, de 13 años, estaban en su casa cuando fueron atacadas y asesinadas a machetazos. Oh my God. Los gritos alertaron a los vecinos. Y por el momento, um, based on what I found, no tienen sospechosos. How? Yeah. Sorry, that was really loud, but how? Yeah, by the time the vecinos noticed, you know, they heard the screams, by the time they went and called the police, they were, they were long gone. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. That's tragic. Y el 17 de mayo, Honorina y su nieta Aurora, de dos años, fueron asesinadas a machetazos. El presunto asesino fue la pareja de Honorina. Ya. Five murders, cinco feminicidios en tres días. I can't imagine that. I mean, I know, like, when we think about it, we're like, okay, People die every day, right? But the fact that these women die at the hands of their partners, and then these partners also murder their own children, just show the lack of empathy that they have. Not for only, like, the women, but their own flesh and blood. And and it, it's, it's, it's tragic to hear that a father could do that to their child or not even if it is and their child like but, era su nieta 
Yeah, they're they're yeah, they're nieta. Exactly. It's like mm-hmm. it's, still, yeah, it's still your family. Child, yeah, you it's family. Saw, you saw this child like be born in into your family, and I'm sure you had some sort of connection to them, and just to have the the power to just take their life to away. To do that to them, yeah. It, it's insane. And just to think about that, that this person just took these people's lives away for, for like, his own personal reasons, anger, whatever. It, it's insane. Yeah, it's not justifiable. No. At all. Ahora, el, el 7 de junio, Soledad, de 37 años, fue asesinada con extrema violencia. That's how they quote it. Con extrema violencia. A manos de su pareja, Andrés. Her story reminds me a little bit of what happened of Ingrid Escamilla. What happened to her. En diferentes reportes se dice que él desoyó, que significa que le quitó la piel. He skinned Soledad. Y de ahí la desmembró. Oh, my God. This happened el 7 de junio. That's like a few weeks ago. Yeah. I I never understand this. I I I know. No. I can't understand this. Mm -mm. Metió su cuerpo en bolsas de plástico que guardó debajo de su cama. Oh, so he just left. Oh, my God. He was, uh, he was actually a taquero. Okay, no mames. So he had the... The experience, basically. The experience of cutting. Butchering. butchering. He had the tools. So... That, oh, my God. That's no. just... I, I... Yeah. That, that's how you kind uh-huh. of clarify of how he did this. It's how he just... No. Se dice que el hermano de Andrés fue el que lo denunció. Thank God. Él lo denunció después de que encontró a Andrés tratando de deshacerse de las bolsas. Oh, wow. Yeah. First of all, I'm thankful for the man. Yeah. Because he... Most people that are related to these horrible human beings do not go to the authorities and, mm-hmm. and held their part, their family member um, accountable accountable for this yeah. for what they've done so mm-hmm. I am beyond grateful that this person actually stood yeah. up and said something because mm-hmm. or else she would have been another body to be unidentified yeah and we don't know what he would have done with the body uh, yeah yeah and we don't even want to think what he was gonna no no Women's on Fire, una comunidad de mujeres en Instagram que daily suben información de feminicidios y marchas que ocurren por todos lados del mundo, that I encourage you guys to, to follow, que sigan, reportó que la policía encontró la lengua de soledad en un pantalón de Andrés. What? Yes. So, was he going to keep that as a souvenir or something? I don't, I don't know. It's just... What the fuck type of human being are you? Like, it's exactly. just... When I read that, I was like... What? I Yeah, because like, it, it doesn't seem even plausible of what 
what drives a person to do such a thing. First of all, to murder a person. Second of all, to dismember the person. But third of all, to keep that like a body part of them with them. It it just, like, the only way that I could describe it is it's almost using it as a souvenir or a trophy for them. And, I mean, the tongue is used to, you know, talk or to, like, express language. Mm -hmm. So to me... For, to, to me the, the connection that I made is that he probably wanted it as a well now you can't talk back yeah ya te callé ya nunca so, más vas a poder hablar te callé te quité ya te quité la habla so that's the only thing that, cr- that crosses my mind when you say that he kept the tongue but also to me it's like why like if you didn't want to be with this person, didn't want to, like, were angry at that person or whatever, why would you do such a thing? Why don't you just mm-hmm. let them go? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Jessica Velasco, de 18 años, era una estudiante de medicina integral y salud comunitaria de la Universidad para el Bienestar Benito Juárez García. Su cuerpo fue encontrado el 15 de junio con signos de violencia en un remolque de una camioneta que transportaba frutas. Wow. Yeah. So it's like, you know, a truck, people drive a truck, like the trucks yeah. people drive, and in the back it's like a little trailer where you just yeah. put like the fruit. So her body yeah. was in there. Yeah. Like... Holy crap. I know. Okay. Oh she was God. 18. Y todos la describían como una buena estudiante que no se metía con nadie, que she was focused on her studies, and so like, for why? someone to just take her life like this. Yeah, exactly. It's like, so why, why would you do something like this? Like, what drove you to do something like this? Mm-hmm. De acuerdo a un artículo de Gess Mujer, la presidenta de esta organización, which I also encourage you guys to follow um, it's Ges Mujer which is G-E-S Mujer uh, la presidenta Angélica Ayala Ortiz comentó que quote, cada feminicidio es el ejemplo de un estado fallido, incapaz de prevenir y atender las violencias que se ejercen contra las mujeres pues son el resultado de omisiones y negligencias que dan como resultado el fin de una vida porque las señales están presentes. Las violencias que no se atienden se incrementan en frecuencia, gravedad y con crueldad extrema. I 100% percent Yeah. Oh, yeah. She just summarized. She summarized what I, what I was thinking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, because there's no doubt that these women have gone through violence, have reported the violence, have done some sort of, like, some sort of outreach when it comes to 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 the violence at home that they've been facing and they're clearly not being heard and the system is not hearing them and that's why feminicidios are so important that's why feminicidios are so important because we don't we don't want to be quiet and we don't want to stop talking about these these women that are being tortured and murdered these women deserve justice. Yeah, yeah, I it's just 
it's so much anger. I, I don't think people, I, it, it's just, I don't think the, gov- I, I don't know. I don't know what the, I don't know what the hell the government's doing. I know. I get they it. They don't understand our anger. Like, it's so much anger that everyone is feeling. These families, not just anger, but hurt. Están dolidas, yeah. sadness. Like, no one's bringing back their child, their mom, their tia. Their, it's just they're they're gone and for for what for what reason yeah for just being women and it's there's no clear answer of like why it's like there isn't they could have done whatever they could have been the most sweetest wife they could have been the most obedient wife it doesn't even matter it could they could have been just a girl walking down the street Mm -hmm. like these men that are killing these women or even other women that are killing these other women Mm mm-hmm are just committing these crimes because they can because they know that the government isn't going to do anything you know the the government at this point is just it doesn't function it's not functioning and it's sad because at at some point the people stop believing in in the 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 justice system and start taking justice into their own hands and then the government is going to be overthrown because at this point, it's like, what are you, what are you, what are you here for? Except to, you know, wrap a few speeches and talk out of your ass. Like it's, it's not doing anything. Les están fallando a todas yeah. estas mujeres, a todas estas mujeres de todo el mundo. You know, and especially, especially because of this case in Oaxaca, like it's so many feminicidios in six months. Yeah. Like, it's, it's like, so how are you, much? How is the government, like, justifying the fact that so many women are being murdered? Apart from being murdered, there's there's children involved. Like, you're not only failing women, you're failing the children. And and that's one of those things that's, like, it always comes back to, to mental health and how how the system is broken because we don't take people's mental health into accountability. It's like most of these men are enraged and in anger, like have so much anger, and they don't. And the only outcome that they have is is attacking other women. I mean, uh, women in general. And it's like they need they, they there needs to be a change. El machismo is only driving the force of 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 the, this anger and this feud against feminicidios. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He este. Este episodio es para para recordar los nombres de de Vilma, de Maribel, de Mariana, Marisol, Frida Londra, a Paula, a la señora Getulia, a su hija Clara, a Honorina, a su nieta Aurora, a a Paula, a, a Soledad, a Jessica y a todas esas mujeres y niñas que que no hablé en este en este caso en este episodio porque hay hay muchas nada más mencioné algunas pero este episodio también es para recordar a cada esa mujer y esa niña y para nunca olvidar sus nombres y para seguir peleando por para que se encuentre algún tipo de justicia yeah, I agree with that. It's a, 
it's tough when you have to accumulate the, the, the amount of information and the stories all into one. But it's it's not the same story. They all have their own story, but but when isn't when when will enough be enough? When is this gonna end? Exactly. It's like when, demasiado. It's not. This is not okay. Like we don't. Ya no queremos ver ni una ni una mujer ni una niña así agregándose a la lista de las yeah. de las víctimas del feminicidio. Like it, this has to stop. que nuestras hijas no van a volver, que no las vamos a volver a tener. Pero coincidimos en que nuestras hijas, su forma de, de defenderse es a través de sus cuerpos lastimados. Que eso es algo que no debemos perder de vista. Que lastima, que nos duele, pero que finalmente es la única manera en que ellas ya tienen de defenderse que ya no van a volver, pero que tenemos que hacer algo con esas muertes para que cobren un sentido. Yo creo que sí es importante lo que uno pueda hacer, porque se suma a lo que ya está. Y así como existe esa cadena de impunidad, de corrupción que se teje, así nosotros tenemos que crear esa red, esa cadena de justicia, esa cadena de dolores compartidos, esa cadena de, de visibilizar que esto no es normal. El hecho de, de, de otros eh, feminicidios, como en el caso mucho de Mariana Lima, cuando yo conocí a la señora Irinea Buendía, que ella me abrazó y me dijo, se te van a acabar las lágrimas, lo que no se te tiene que acabar es la rabia, es hacer de justicia, porque el día que eso se acabe, hasta ahí vas a llegar. Y nuestras hijas se merecen justicia. So that was this week's episode on um, the feminicidios that have been happening in Oaxaca in the last six months. Um, again, please follow the accounts that we mentioned in the podcast. I will link them below on the description of our podcast. And I will um, tag them on Twitter, on uh, Facebook, and on Instagram. Um, I'll try to find them on TikTok if I can, and I'll add them to that. Um But please support these women, support these coalitions and, and support these groups that are trying to fight against against this 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 cause. <clears throat> and especially now more than ever when what's happening even in the United States with with its own attack on on women on its own, which we It's will a whole get into. That. Thing. We whole won't get into thing. that because oh, I, I can't I it's we'll been, be here for hours. It, it, yeah, oh, and, it, and it's been a couple of hard days uh, for for women in, in the United States. But overall, uh, we would like to thank you for um, listening, for supporting, and um, for waiting for this episode because I know it, it, we took a week off. But um, in all in all honesty, thank you so much, and thank you for um, keeping up with us. We really appreciate it, and um, yeah. Uh, you can follow us on uh, TikTok, on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Facebook. You can find us as at SVSM underscore podcast and on Facebook as Soviet Summer Cover Podcast. Um, you could also stream all the other episodes on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, and on, on Anchor uh, FM if you want to listen to that. But uh, yeah, uh, it, it's... 
it's been quite the quite the case this week um but yeah if you have any information mm-hmm. on these cases or any other cases uh let us know through a dm through a tweet uh even an email if you want um and we will get mm-hmm. to it as soon as possible okay mas uh, información right there's gonna be a lot more coming out i just you know we didn't couldn't cover all of it but exactly. if you guys have more information send it over and we can't you know thanks for like he said thanks for all the support we really Definitely. appreciate it we appreciate all the support and um yeah uh let us know what you think about the episode also remember to rate review subscribe yes, all of those things please mm-hmm. um it helps us a lot and for our new listeners thank you for listening um this is us <laughs> um, but yeah uh, we'll talk to you guys next week bye May. stay spooky